This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 56 of a Clean Skate podcast, a Dallas Stars podcast brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. We are starting to sound relatively similar here every time I start off an episode, a bit of a broken record. So instead, I want to talk about what is Michael reading right now? This is an older book, and I've actually read this before, and I've done something like this. I mean, you guys heard me talk about The Princess Bride a couple episodes ago, so I thought, you know, just to change things up a little bit, I will talk about what I am reading. Um, right now, me and my girlfriend are currently reading Aragon. Uh, it's by Christopher Polini. Um, it's a fantastic book. It is my favorite book of all time. It is uh, about a young boy who basically finds a dragon egg, hatches, and he basically has to go on to your stereotypical hero's journey to, you know, raise this dragon and outrun, you know, an evil king and all that stuff. It's a fantastic book. It's very well written. It's high fantasy. So if you are into Lord of the Rings, Dungeons and Dragons, and, you know, that sort of stuff, you're going to love this book. Um, it is very Lord of the Rings written, as in it, it, there's a lot of detail and explanation in small things. So it's maybe sometimes it can get bogged down in the, you know, you know, the descriptions of things and items and places and people. But that's one of the things that I love just because I am a bit of a nerd like that. I love just hearing about just hearing people prose about things is, I don't know, just it's it's a bit of a guilty pleasure i guess um it is a fantastic book i give it a 10 out of 10. um like i said me and my girlfriend are reading chapters of it before we go to bed at night right now because you know why not like right now is the perfect time to do that and this is one of those things it's like we are in the middle of a pandemic people so read a book um i know this is a sports podcast but you know books are awesome and you know they're they're a nice escape from the reality right now which can be a little stressful and i understand that so like i said i thought i'd start this episode off a little differently um and aragon is the book we are reading right now it's a fantastic book and i would recommend it to anyone who will listen on to the all-star lineup that continues um the centers have finished like i said the right wingers have just finished up their first round they are on to the second round. So the top three in this one, we have Jamie, Ben, Brendan Morrow, and James Neal. Jamie, Ben, and Brendan Morrow crushed it with 100% in their polls, and James Neal close behind with 80%. And then in the toilet bowl for that fourth line, right winger spot, we've got UC Jokinen and Vernon Fiddler battling it out. The defensemen have finished up. We've got Sergei Zubov and John Klingberg rounding up the top pairing. Then we've got Stefan Robida and Darian Hatcher rounding out the second pairing. And so now I realized here when I did this is I picked the 10 top all-star defensemen, but there's actually, you know, if we're doing a lineup, there's actually 
six defensemen instead of four, uh, like we've been doing. So I think I might have to start another, you know, third line pairing pull for the defensemen. So keep an eye out for that. Um, I will be picking out from the leftover players that have, you know, that were all eliminated. So I might run another smaller poll to come up with who needs to be on that third defensive pairing. The left wingers are, have already started and are still going. So when you are listening to this, there should be a few days left. Um, it should end around this coming, mm, I'd say Thursday uh, is when it should end. So you can go and vote on your favorite stars, left wingers. And now this week we are going to be starting the goalie polls. Now this one was really, really interesting. And goalie is one of my favorite positions. I just think it's fascinating no matter the sport. I love soccer goalies, uh, hockey goalies. So this week's all-star lineup poll is going to be the first round of the goalies. First, we have Marty Turco versus Darcy Wakaluk. Then the second round, we've got Kari Lettinen versus Ben Bishop, Ed Belfour versus Andy Moog, Cesar Menaggio versus Antti Niemi, and then rounding it out, we've got Anton Hudobin versus Mike Smith. There are, a, the Dar Dallas Stars have had an interesting stretch of goalies, and I was considering adding maybe a few more Minnesota North Stars because there were a few years where we had uh, some good seasons as the North Stars. Um, however, I felt like, you know, there are some North Stars in this list, but they just weren't good enough to really get it on there. And I love Anton Hudobin, so it, it's hard to not put him on the list, especially how amazing he's played the last two seasons. You might not consider him a Dallas Star All-Star, but... He's awesome, and I think if he plays here, he could potentially be, even though he's a backup, I think he could potentially be a Dallas All-Star. All so that is why he was added to this list. That should be starting here in the next few days. So again, keep an eye out on Twitter to stay updated with all that. That is at Cleanscape Podcast for all of your Dallas Stars Twitter needs. Now, before I turn it over to this week's COVID collaboration, where we have a very special guest, I just want to take a quick second to talk about our continued partnership with our friends at Southern Scholar. Southern Scholar is currently having a huge sale offering $4 off each pair of socks. Plus, they've provided all of our listeners with an additional $5 off their first order when using the promo code THPN. Essentially, a sale on top of a sale. Just visit www.southernscholar.com and use promo code THPN for the additional discount. Again, that's www.southernscholar.com, and the promo code is THPN. I hope you guys enjoy the socks. All right, and this week in the COVID collaborations, as we keep going here, we have, uh, again, another returning guest. Uh, I believe this is his third time on. Uh, we have... Uh, my boss, Issa Jerome. Uh, welcome to the show. Welcome back. How's it going, man? Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, so, obviously, not much hockey to talk about, but uh, are you staying safe? How are you doing? Yeah, staying safe. Uh, we were just talking prior to jumping on here. I'm staying with a few buddies on their property. Uh, they just built a couple structures, kind of like a big farm. A farm in, uh, in construction, anyways, out here. They've been developing a property for a few years, like just over three and a half acres too so i'm staying busy helping them out out in the country 
uh, staying with them right now until, you know, the, the city that, uh, that I'm moving to, cause I was just in the midst of moving before all this broke out, uh, kind of comes back to life and, you know, I can get back to work and, uh, well, everything just normally operating. So staying busy, staying safe out in the country, been mountain biking a lot, which is, uh, which is an awesome sport in itself. So, uh, I can't complain despite it. Yeah. Being crazy times and, and there being a lot of moving parts, uh, every day, uh, seemingly down in the States and in Canada. Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty unlucky timing there uh, for moving-wise. Yeah, I mean, hey, it is what it is sometimes. You know, yeah. like one week I thought it was, okay, this thing's kind of under control. Like, my plans can still go through. Then the next week it's like, oh boy, like, <laughs> time to get things rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, obviously the hockey season has been completely paused. We are still sort of up in the dark on whether or not it comes back at all. Um, but I, I guess what are, what are your, what are your opinions? What do you think is going to happen versus what do you, what do you want to happen? Well, like I talked about this on my podcast a, a little while ago, I believe like a, a couple weeks or probably like three weeks ago now, early April, where at this point, and I think this was like the general consensus too, from the people I talked to was just like cut your losses and, and put your time and effort into, you know, developing a good draft show, um, making sure that free agency kind of occurs and then figuring out everything that's going to go on with the cap to just kind of get all that clarity and have enough time and resources to basically prepare for the next season. Um, now with recent word that the NHL really wants to try to push training camps um, and get a season going in, you know, season back going in July, that kind of changes my opinion a little bit. Um, but there's like a, there's a lot of things that aren't set in stone right now. There's a lot of plans being put in place. I kind of fell in line with, Hey, cut the losses. This season's the season, how like from a traditional standpoint, it, it's over, right? Like even if there's a mini training camp, some of these older players, it, they're not going to be back in quote unquote mid season form. And then if there's like a reduced custom Stanley cup or Stanley cup tournament, it's just not going to feel the same. And a lot of people are, are torn on this and saying that, you know, whatever team wins this proverbial Stanley cup, you know, it's still winning the Stanley cup. It's not gonna have an asterisk behind beside it. I, I, I truly believe that it is like credit to the team that beats the other national hockey league team in whatever tournament, I'm sure it's going to be competitive, but in my mind, I think it's, and maybe this is just from a traditionalist point of view. I think it's more valuable for the national hockey league to cut their losses this season and focus on how both from a business point of view, from, you know, a draft point of view, so a development point of view, and just for the fans to make sure that next season is, uh, you know, makes up for the, for this loss that they couldn't control, but I feel like that they can regain some control with now. Yeah, see, I, I sort of feel the same way. I go back and forth um, thinking it's it's a good idea to, you know, can the whole season or not. Because sometimes I'm like, man, but we've watched like 73 games of hockey. All Like all of us, the players have played it. It's unfair to the players. Like, um, uh, so so I'm like, no, we can't. We, we got to finish the season. But then, you know, I start thinking about it. And, and you're right. Uh, there's that traditionalist where you're like, yeah, but it's it, it was not going to be the same so I, I think whatever they do i just hope we get back to normal nhl season as quickly as possible yeah because it's a weird thing right like imagine your your market i know you're, you're an edmonton fan but you cover the dallas stars here on the hockey podcast network if either of those markets that you're very close to especially say that you were in the city and were able to go to these games but because of this you're not you're not able to just 
take in all that is a Stanley Cup run. Like I lived in uh, on Vancouver Island. Well, I live on Vancouver Island, but I was back and forth, you know, from Vancouver and, and just Vancouver Island lit up when the Canucks made their run in 2011. If we didn't have that freedom to go see those games, you know, and if, if there was, you know, a health crisis then, it would not have felt the same, right? So whoever's fan base wins the Stanley Cup too, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking about them as well. Yeah, you're going to watch it on TV, but is it really, are you really going to have all the heart in it when you just can't like, you know, mob the streets? I know in Vancouver, they went a little overboard and they didn't win shit. But anyways, uh, <laughs> we won't get into that. But, but you, know what I'm, you know what I'm getting at? So I think nah. like for the players, sure, they're going to feel accomplished because like that's the hockey mentality. We finish what we start, you know? We go to triple over, quadruple overtime in the playoffs because that's, that's how we roll. Like, but I think just at the end of the day, for, for both parties long-term, I think that, you know, you had almost an entire season. That's pretty damn good. Let's make sure next year you, we get everything right. Um, yeah, that's kind of where I fall. Having said that, like, I'm a shameless fan. I do want to watch the sport. It's just having said everything that we just talked about, I just, uh, I don't know where I'm at 100% yet. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely that, like, they talk about, you know, like, playoff atmospheres and, like, the, does that take away the, like, the home team advantage if your fans aren't even in the stands, right? Well, if it's like, a neutral site, right? Because they're talking about having four neutral mm-hmm. sites, one of them actually being in Edmonton and one being in Minnesota, funny enough. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, um, I, the neutral site thing, I mean, it, it's a very, it, to me, it feels very football-y. Uh, it's very forced, right? Especially if they, if they crank through, like, three or four games a day. Which is yeah. what they want to do to end this. Well, get a training camp and then end the season. It feels very almost like like bantam tournament. Like yeah. like like everyone, all like seven teams show up to the rink, and then yeah. you've got like <laughs> you've got like a game every that starts every couple hours because there's there's a team using the ice. That that's kind of how it feels. It reminds me of like the old hockey tournaments I used to play in when all yeah, the teams yeah. would show up to one rink, and the players would be the audience. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, the entire rink is empty except for the other teams that are yeah. sitting together in the stands. <laughs> Eating popcorn. Exactly. So, I mean, with the Minnesota Wild, and the Stars are having the same problem too, is we're relatively older teams. The players are older. And so now we've played almost a whole nother season. Like, you got to think, obviously they're getting a break, but physically they still went through 73 games. So their body's still, they still aged. So how do you feel knowing that, like, a lot of the older players, like, for some of them, um, this is, like, this was their last year. Uh, like, do you think they stay or, around? Like, what? Like, because now we're all older, and it, it that that makes things a little bit harder. So, how do you feel about that? Well, it sucks, and I've talked about this on other shows I've appeared on as well. It sucks for Miko Koivu in particular. Mm-hmm. You know, he's yeah, he's thirty six, going on thirty seven. He's in the last year of his contract. You know, this year was his. He he played well defensively. Like, there's nothing necessarily wrong with him. He's played as good as a a thirty six year old. You know, in a depth role could play. He played on the fourth line predominantly four goals, 21 points in 55 games, respectively. But this was the year that, like, I don't think Miko Koivu is going to sign anywhere else. You know, he's not m- as much of a, uh, like, a playoff asset as, uh, as a team, as any team going on a run would, would want to pay for, even even a, a minuscule amount at, like, a trade deadline or anything. He's not necessarily going to put your team over the edge. Could he help complete, like, a bottom six? Absolutely, because that's what he did with the Wild this season. But I really, truly don't think he's going to leave now. The Wild aren't in a position to bring a player like that back at that age and with 
no upside. So it, it sucks for him, especially because Minnesota Wallet, as it stood or as it stands right now, is only one points out of the playoffs. Um, unlike the Dallas, who was uh, on like a losing streak going into yeah, uh, well, w- when all this uh, went down and the season was canceled, the Wild were um, they, they were relatively on a hot streak. Now, I don't think I think they only they'd lost. Uh, I think they were, like went one and one prior to uh, the cancellation of the season. But overall, they were doing very well. And Koivu and, and these older players like Eric Stahl, for example, Zach Parise, Ryan Suter, they were all playing very, very well this season. I mean, it took Zach Parise a little bit of time to shake off the rust in the beginning of the season. And I, I honestly had my doubts about him this season, but he's leading the team in scoring with 25 goals after having a really, like, I, I'd say the first month of the season playing pretty awful hockey. And now he's, uh, yeah, 46 points on the season, 25 goals. Eric Stahl, who came out of the gate just swinging, he slowed down after a lot of games, but still, he's an older guy as well at 34 years old. It's not like he's just going to right away be able to jump back into it with a three-day, four-day camp or whatever. And then you have Ryan Suter, who had one of the best um, points, or one of the best seasons in regard to point production. He had 40 assists this season, 48 points in 69 games. That's insane. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's amazing. So I mean, and this is a this is a career year for him. That's gotta like, be that's gotta be frustrating though, right? I mean, to know oh, that like like it's just up in smoke like that. I mean, we didn't really the stars didn't have really anyone that was like having career years. If anything, we were going the opposite way with Sagan and Ben. <laughs> play uh having very bet down years yeah which, the wild are definitely on an upswing uh, right you know, so that's so that's gotta be that's gotta kind of be frustrating to just think that like those guys have just like they, all that hard work has kind of gone up in smoke and then that's the thing that really makes me like like that's always the thing that like is when i start thinking about it like like leon dryside will put up 110 points already yeah. like um and you're you're just gonna throw that away like like it's it's so brutal and that's the part that always makes me want to bring hockey like just like finish it you got to do it for that yeah you know and you know what? i can respect that from the player's point of view i really like, i can't i'm not a pro athlete i can't empathize but for someone who likes to finish tasks you know i don't like to leave things undone just from that simple point of view i mean i, I can imagine just what these guys are going through in regards to their well their whole schedule and regiment being you know because athletes hockey players in particular uh creatures of habit everything being kind of thrown up in the air. There's this just looming stress of us dealing with a health crisis all over the world. You know, it doesn't matter where you live these days. Mm-hmm. And so, so all that being said, and you have the one thing that that's set in stone, whether you're a good or bad team and that's ending your, your season. Mm-hmm. And they don't, and that's kind of left up in the air too. So I can understand the frustration. I can understand the players being like, whatever it takes, let's end this playoffs or no playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really feel, feel for the older players. For, yeah, for sure. yeah. I mean, hockey all, all definitely has that, you know, older, like you were saying earlier, that that old style mentality, just uh, in a lot of facets. So I, I, I think that um, Bettman just, just, just my feeling. This is a gut feeling, but I feel, I feel Bettman is is gonna try and finish the season. I, I think he's gonna get in there, <laughs> yeah, and, try and do it. I, I don't think he's gonna let a whole season just fall away like that from him. He doesn't no. seem like the kind of guy to squander that sort of thing. I don't think so either because he's, he's smart and he realizes too that the National Hockey League doesn't have TV contracts like those of the NBA and the NFL, which are ratings based, right? They, they have a flat deal. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't matter if the season starts or not. The National Hockey League is losing money. Sure, they're going to get some money from the TV deal, but it's not like, which sucks for them that it's not ratings based because if it was, holy shit, would they make a ton of money this year? Because everyone who's not who's even a casual fan is just going to watch every sports fan 
you know, in North America is going to tune into hockey. And, and, and I, I imagine, you know, an uptick in the States even as well. Mm-hmm. So that's, that just really sucks overall, but Gary Bettman's going to do whatever he can to at least start driving some sort of sales, whether it's okay. The season's starting again. Maybe there's a playoff star and at least there's some Jersey sales or, or, or some season ticket, uh, some t- season ticket buyers for the next season, you know, whatever he can. So from like a business point of view, I get it 100%. I mean, look at the UFC, Dana White, he's not st- taking a step back at all. And like, yeah. At one point, I shake my head and I'm like, you're crazy. And this, yeah, some of this is just your shtick, but some of it you have to applaud too and be like, this is my job to make this company money through thick and thin. Mm-hmm. And Gary Bettman and the likes of, you know, like Dana White, like they're, they're going to do whatever it takes. Yeah. Have you seen any of the clips of the WWE uh, still oh going God. with no people in it? Because that's like, that's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. Apparently, broadcasts are going to put, fan noise so that the the viewer can still get that experience um i don't know man with the way technology is they could just digitally put a bunch of people in those seats for the yeah they they just they just take the crowd from nhl 20 and put it (laughs) into the arena so every now and then someone you know stands up and does the wave uh i mean they could do it yeah or in like goon, in the first goon movie they didn't have the budget to fill you know to hire enough actors to fill us and actresses to fill an arena so if you actually rewatch the movie the first one you'll see that like half the people there are just cardboard cutouts but I like did, be- i did not know that but because the movies you know you're watching guys on skates and fighting and just everything that the goon movie is when there's right. hockey going you're not looking at the you know that, that's the that's the beauty of uh, being a good director at the time on a low budget. But yeah, if you rewatch it now with that in mind, you'll see like huh. like every second fan is like a big doll or a cutout, or it's hilarious. I might I might have to go rewatch it one because I have the time in my hands, but two because now I had no idea really. Yeah, huh? That's crazy. So I mean, obviously we we've talked about hockey here for a bit. So what have what have you been doing to keep busy i I know you mentioned dirt biking there a little bit but um are you watching any good tv read any good books um well i'm finishing university just because everything Mm -hmm. i was in a capstone class which is basically uh like the final class of of my my program wrapping everything up so it's been pretty intense and i have a small cohort of uh of my peers and fellow students and because of because we kind of had to work hands-on with each other a lot throughout this, have a lot of discussion, a lot of, you know, analyzing each other's like topics for like this big project and stuff. Mm-hmm. We, we all got pretty lenient extensions and stuff. And I've been, not that I've been slacking off. I've been actually just really busy with the hockey podcast network. So now, you know, I have a week left and I got to make sure I got, I got a couple things I have to finish. So I've been keeping busy with school. Like having said that, I haven't been putting it off. I've been doing a little bit every day, but we've been busy at the network. So I've been staying busy, honestly, just kind of, keeping my routine similar to what it was before a little bit healthier. Now that I have some time, I'm not working at the moment because I was changing jobs anyways. Mm -hmm. And now I'm just kind of waiting for, for work. Um, so I, I, I've awarded myself a little bit more time to, yeah, uh, start mountain biking a lot because where I live is one of the, one of the meccas for mountain biking trails in Mm -hmm. Western Canada, uh, here on Vancouver Island. And so I'm kind of, getting into mountain bike. Well, I was always a little bit into biking and stuff like that growing up. I'm getting really into mountain biking. I've been like, haven't been boozing, haven't been doing anything. Like I've cut down on coffee. I've been running every day. I've been, nice, my, nice. My, my roommates right now, those who are on the property have a whole like gym, pretty much like a oh, squat wow. rack and, and a bunch of weights. So I've been honestly just been taking care of myself. So wow, it's kind of, your body I mean, what, thanks you. Yeah. Because I mean, it, it's a stressful time, whether we want to admit mm-hmm. that it's having an effect on us or not. I believe mentally it's, it's going to have, it is going to, or it is having effect on, on everybody. 
And so I'm, I'm very lucky to be in a spot right now, though not ideal. Uh, I still can take care of my, my body at the same time, which ultimately, you know, help, helps your mind. So just staying busy, man, honestly. I have some books on the shelf. They're all like nonfiction, kind of a nerd. But uh, right now, uh, just working on things with the Hockey Podcast Network. Like we brought in uh, the Fourth Line Voice Podcast, the mm-hmm. all enforcer-based podcast. If anything, the OG enforcer-based podcast. Um, the guy's been doing it, Darren, at Southpaw on Twitter has been, uh, has been crushing this for, I believe, like five years now. Um, really kind of highlighting the the misunderstood role that is enforcers in hockey mm-hmm. and um and and he'll he'll talk about it in his first episode which is being released right now actually right right after i get off the mic with you he, he's going to talk about what happened he had some issues with his website and feed and then just kind of got defeated and it wasn't until like because I, I was a listener of the show reached out and was like hey you like you know what i'm all about i've actually featured you on my podcast before the hockey podcast never wants to give you the opportunity to like join our network and we'll we'll resurrect this show awesome. and and he was and he was pumped so we we brought cool. him aboard um we got brady levold as well who we just uh, signed who is a former uh pro hockey player um he played on the Kelowna rockets actually with jamie ben oh, um cool. yeah he actually he outscored him that oh. season I, I believe as a 19 year old as well um and uh and he played pro hockey got a chance with the tampa bay lightning in a camp but um due to a knee injury playing in the minors um you know, as you know, we hear that sad story about athletes and, and their addiction to painkillers and stuff. He fell that, down that road and went pretty hard into, you know, using heroin and, um, and ran into some troubles with the law, um, which he has no issues talking about, but I'm not going to tell all his story here. I'm going to get everyone to check it out. It's uh, at hockey to heroin, the hockey to heroin to yeah, recovery podcast. We just I, signed I, him as well. So we're really I checked excited. Him out. I checked him out a little bit and um, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to, to hear some of the stuff he's got to talk about. Um, and he's got amazing guests because he's played with so many players who are mm-hmm. now pro or who played pro. And, and a lot of them are, you know, he's reached out now with a new mindset and, and, and healthy and clean and doing, uh, and as he's, as he admits on the podcast, like he, he talks over on the mic more for himself than for anybody else. Mm-hmm. And some of the guests that he's had uh, recently have been amazing from former players um, to, to CFL athletes, to, to Doug McLean. So it's, so we're really excited. We've been doing a lot of work here and we have uh, some other things in the works as well moving forward. So COVID though, the lack of sports has been hard. It hasn't, uh, hasn't changed anything here on the network. We still have a ton of content coming for everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, we got, we got a uh, gaming going now. We're, uh, we're, we're pumping it out. Oh, I can't wait, by the way, to jump on and do some play-by-play with uh, with Tom or Hockey Troll and you. Oh, are, like are you? Uh, are they? Br- are they bringing you on the broadcast squad? I don't know. I, I asked if I could, but I don't, I don't know if it's just like a host thing or if I'm like if it's inappropriate for me to like <laughs> jump in there on your guys' thing. I don't know, but it's I'm like a big fan and it's a lot of fun. I don't know if you saw the after-hour show that Dylan kind of just sprung on everybody. I, I um, have not yet. No. So you can find it, out, I think, on Facebook. But the if you if you check us out on Patreon. Um, I think one dollar get you access to this like crazy podcast episode. We're honestly, man, we're gonna do another one. We don't know when yet because Dylan just started work, but we're gonna do them infrequently, and that's kind of what we want because Dylan kind of just fired up uh, a, a Zoom call with me, and we were streaming it on Facebook, just kind of like shooting the breeze. We're like, yeah, hey, we'll do some Patreon content, like why not? But we kept the link open and sent it to all the hosts in Slack. And yes, we're basically I, I did like, see that. I did see we're basically that. like join in, have a have a party. We're drinking some Pink Whitney. It got a little wild. And like, I don't know, man, at one point, I think like six or seven guys like Jordy, Elijah, Devin, uh, mm-hmm. Richie, they all jumped in and it just, it became a party. And we talked for like over two hours. It was hilarious. That's awesome. Hey, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get on the next one then. Cause I, yeah. I saw that and that it sounds like a lot of fun. 
so we started pretty late so it was mostly just like west coasters except for freaking devin who was up till like three in the morning crazy guy <laughs> But I mean, most people from New Orleans are pretty crazy from what I hear. Hey, <laughs> hey listen, from my experience, which is with two whole people, uh, I would agree with you. I don't know. You seen Devin's Mardi Gras video on I Twitter? <laughs> not yet. Oh, at hold the mail or at HTM Sports. You can go check that out. Um, that's hilarious. He went down to I think it's called Broad, Broad Street. I don't know the main the main strip during mm-hmm. Mardi Gras, and yep. he just brought a video camera and just asked people uh, a ton of questions, and it was awesome. hilarious. But yeah, so we got just a lot of things for everybody uh, who subscribes or who supports the Hockey Podcast Network in, in whatever way. Not only like following the Dallas Stars here, like your listeners are, but also if you're into other things like Terry Ryan's podcast, mm-hmm. great storyteller. Which is just, great, great. I love, I love that podcast. And now, that, and now that it's like frequent, you know, he, mm-hmm. he's in it. He has time on his hands and a ton of great guests. I mean, the, the yes. last one was awesome. Oh as my well. goodness. Yes, yes, yes. I can't wait for him to bring his dad back. Oh my God. He's mm-hmm. a yeah. senior. Well, it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Uh, we, we appreciate you coming on and, uh, you know, uh, talking with us, talking hockey, talking, you know, just a little bit of life. Um, is there anything else you want to add? Uh, not much, man. Just uh, thank you for having me on. It's, it's always fun as always. You, and I know I pump your tires all the time, but you're absolutely killing it uh, here on, on the podcast. And we couldn't be happier with, you know, just the passion and the coverage that you've been doing for, for us here, covering the Dallas Stars. I know your listeners love it as well. I guess uh, just follow me. If you want, at VI Sports Talk on Twitter. I don't just talk about the Minnesota Wild or Vancouver Canucks. Try to try to keep it loose, share a lot of music as well. And uh, check out the Soda Pod if you want to hear about what's going on with the Minnesota Wild at the Soda Pod. Ryan Carter's on the on the show this week. And then uh, this up-and-coming analytics guy who's just amazing, uh, Jay Fresh Hockey on Twitter. We banked an interview with him, and he'll be on the, the following podcast. So there's not a lot of Minnesota Wild stuff to talk about. So if you want to just hear some great guests talk and hear about, like, Ryan Carter with the Devils going to that finals uh, or the Eastern finals run that he did with, like, Kovalchuk and everybody on that team, Parisi at the time. He's got some good stories and uh, good analysis. So, yeah, just give us a follow here. I should say before, before, we, before we end here, uh, and because and, this needs to go on the air, uh, I, I did a lot of trash talking in the Minnesota Wild before the season even started oh yeah you did <laughs> and i know this, i know the season was canceled i know the season's been postponed or canceled or whatever but i believe the stars in the wild have played all their games um, yeah yeah and you're only like two points ahead two or three points ahead of us in the standings too yeah but in the head-to-head matchup i believe we're what three you guys are three and one on the stars this season yeah we uh, absolutely lit the stars off so, the stars uh, and the coyotes <laughs> i i would like to publicly apologize <laughs> oh thank you <laughs> for uh for my comments about the minnesota wild they did not turn out to be as boring this season as we all predicted no if you look again jay fresh and i will get into a next week little teaser he actually highlights how it was oh, goaltending was the only reason the wild didn't dominate the central division this year like yeah. in every single analytical standpoint Goal scoring included, which is what in years past they've struggled in. They absolutely, they dominated. So it's, it's pretty funny when you look, take a step back and you're like, God damn it. Awesome. Well, well, I'll have to take a listen then. So uh, we appreciate you having you on. Thanks, and, buddy. Uh, we're going to have to get you back, uh, you know, whenever everything gets sorted out here. Hey, we got nothing but time, right? Yeah, that's right. All right. Stay safe, man. And there it is. The special guest was producer Isha. You know, it was awesome to have him on. It's super fun to talk to him. And, you know, he's the reason why this whole thing exists, or at least he's half the reason why. Um, He's the reason why I'm doing this, why you guys are getting all this awesome content. And he is also the reason why we are able to do the Goon Line Gaming. We've got some changes coming out 
as you may have noticed, there was no Goon Line game that came out this last Thursday. So what we've decided to do is we have switched it to Saturdays are when the videos are going to come out as us as a team. But also coming up, we are going to be doing a inter-podcast tournament. I believe I will be playing on a small three-on-three squad with Tom Franklin and Wags from the Blue Notes podcast. We will be playing other teams with other podcasters from other divisions. And the Central Division is coming to absolutely crush everyone else, so you got to watch out. If you guys want to watch all of that awesome action when it comes out, go and subscribe to the Hockey Podcast Network on YouTube, and those videos will come out on Saturday. Keep an eye out for them because they are going to be awesome. And now the last thing I want to talk about is shaving. So now that sounds like a bit of a weird topic of conversation on this week's podcast, but I want to tell you a little bit of a ritual that I have. When I'm putting on cologne... After I shave, you know, I'm going out somewhere, I will spurt a little bit of cologne, you know, just, just down the trousers, you know, just to make it smell good down there, J- just in case. You never know who's going to be sniffing around down there when you go out, so you just got to make sure that it smells good. However, you know, I'm using cologne that's probably not super great. It gets kind of greasy, not good. So if you guys are looking for something that, you know, isn't going to do that, but still gives you that, you know, clean, confident feel, then I think you guys should check out Manscaped. Now, Manscaped is primarily a razor company. They have a ton of really cool products for, you know, the below the belt region. I believe they have ball deodorant for all you guys out there. But the thing you guys really should check out is all their amazing, amazing razors. And the best one you can get right now is Manscaped. 3.0. This is their third generation trimmer, which features a cutting edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Because the last thing you want to do is nick your nuts. Am I right, fellas? (laughs) There's also, it also comes with a charging stand, a USB port, and it is super easy to use even if you're not the most steady-handed like I am. If you are listening to me speak right now, then you are some of the first people to hear about this life-changing product, and I want you to experience firsthand for yourself. You can get 20% off plus free shipping when you use the promo code THPN at manscaped.com. That is 20% off plus free shipping with the code THPN at manscaping.com. I hope you guys take advantage of the offer and you guys get as much enjoyment out of manscaping as I have. And that is going to do it for this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed. Uh, Like I said, um, if you guys want to make sure to get active on that all-star player poll, you need to follow this podcast at CleanSkatePod on Twitter. And if you guys want to find out a lot of other awesome promo codes and deals, and giveaways, go and follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet to get access to all that awesome stuff. And I believe, like you heard in the interview, Isha said we have a Patreon. Uh, Look up thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. You will be able to find all the links there. It's only a dollar to access a ton of extra content, a ton of other stuff, which is really, really awesome. So I hope you guys can take advantage of that. And I will talk to you cowpokes in the next one.